All right, man. Welcome to Crow Triple Seven Radio. This is episode two four two. Jason Lingren is with me, and after a long, long time, Mr. Dave J is back. Uh, anyone who's anyone should know who Dave J is from the early YouTube work he did, which has been slowly being posted back uh, and pulled down and posted back. This hour one will not run on YouTube for obvious reasons. What's the point? Um, anyhow, welcome, Jason. And a fine, rainy Louisiana morning to you. I wish, man. We are hotter than hot here, and the humidity dew point is so high, it's oppressive. But let's maximize our time here with Dave. What do you say? Absolutely. Welcome, Dave. Uh, It's been quite a while. Yep. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? So as we queued up to do this, we were talking about AI. Let's jump Mm -hmm. in on those ideas, try to offer out things. Uh, We'll try to use language that people can consider. Um, Let's face it. Whenever we talk to Dave, we're going to get into things that when he posted them years ago, People couldn't make heads or tail of it, but there's a reason for that, and we will cover that reason now. Things have changed. Uh, Maybe the human consciousness and human mind is slowing down a bit from the barrage of this kind of entertainment-driven, news-driven existence we live in. So, Dave, we were just talking about how the AI works on uh, on YouTube as an example. Um, It should be clear to anyone there's not enough employees anywhere to police the amount of videos they police um and you and i actually did similar the actually the exact same thing recognizing that the ai could not decode an image but let's jump in there pull pull in wherever you want okay yeah well it even goes beyond just the ai that that runs let's say youtube because this this ai runs everything it it's what posts the news and that's why sometimes that that first breaking news um title It'll seem odd. It won't seem like it's worded correctly. And then the next update will, will change it uh, because everything is being posted by, by code. So then within the example you, you were just talking about, uh, I went ahead and posted uh, drawings, which, which had you know, meanings within them, uh, which is the, the code of creation type meaning that I've been talking to you about. It, it wasn't until that I put up a follow-up video with the words, my words explaining what those pictures meant that the AI or the computer understood it to be a threat and started to offer me community strikes. And um, anyways, we talked about that before. That just goes into to what happens on YouTube when you put up something that it will actually tear down an idol. And that's, that's the important thing here, is that everyone's word should be uh, meant for a use. And the, the words that I'm using today are, are meant to pull down idols Within people's, within people's temples, meaning that I want to destroy falsities that they have idolized for their entire life most, in, in most cases, and just pull those out and sweep them clean. And before that temple can get reinfested with a new lie, give it true life, which is the truth of Christ, which is if you are reborn in the, in the true life and spirit of Christ, which is offered through Jesus Christ, that, that truth of, of your creator is, is given to you, that peace of mind, and you are brought into all understanding, all truth and knowledge. Right? So that's what I'm talking about. So, so from there, we can go everywhere. Everything is, is viewable. Everything can be discerned. There is no mystery. Let's talk about it. All right. Let's, uh, let's give people a, 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 an example of how, how we can show this to be true by the way that they're made fun of, as an example. Every zombie movie you've ever seen all the walking dead nonsense, um, all these things, uh, you, you're, you're the object of that humor 
but you're not getting the humor. And the reason is, is because they're making fun of the fact that there's no spark up in your temple. There's, there's just full of media lies. It's just full of a system that has created a world of, I guess I'll just call it entertainment to go in and hold your mind. Uh, but it's all false. And that's what's filling where the, the, the light should be. Well, absolutely. Well, you have, you have really, there's just the two. You, you have the true light of Christ, which is the true light of the creator of this place, all right? And or you have the fallen light, which is the fallen light of this place, which is called entertainment or news, or let me give another word, evil, or another word, lie or Satan or Lucifer, that idea of that fallen light, right? So if you fall within that light, you're going to die every day continually because there's no truth within that system. All right. So then if you go into the true light of Christ, which is of your creator, you are given the, the mind of Christ and you are given true freedom, meaning you are given life, the true living water, which never ends. So you're given all truth all, all the time. You, all you need to do is ask and you receive. So that's the difference. So you, so everybody has a light within them. It's just, it's either the true light of Christ or the fallen light of the world. The world is what people believe in. It's what's, what occupies their mind. It's all these stories that are put out. We talked about it's the belief in, in prehistoric monsters. It's the belief in, in space where people are traveling around and, and getting in and out of spacecraft. All of that's a lie. All right. Period. It's the it's the uh, the idea of war, countries going out and fighting each other tooth and nail and bayoneting each other. That's all a lie. It doesn't happen. It's a hoax. It's controlled demolition and strategic relocation, just like this current hoax, just just like this this invisible enemy virus. That's another. They use the term war and they use the term hot spots and insurgencies. <laughs> they use all that same terminology, all right, because it, it's just, it's another version of the same thing. It's another version of controlled demolition, in this case, of a society and of an economy, and then the strategic relocation of the, of the same, of population. It's always the same. Nothing changes. So let's go back. I think you're the first person sure. I ever heard delineate what I'm about to bring up. So let's say there's an average human being sitting there one day and some information comes to them, the information is false, but they don't recognize it or understand that it is false. Then they go out into their day and they repeat that false information. Now here's the pitfall. And I think you're the first person I ever heard clearly delineate this in a meaningful way. Is that person a liar? Absolutely. And what does that mean? What does well, that mean you, for that person? Okay. Well, here's the thing. And, and to, to lie is to bring death upon yourself. So you've just spiritually committed suicide, basically. But let me tell you what, what else happens. And this is really important. It's about bringing either life into the room or bringing death into the room, bringing a truth or a lie. That, that's, it's as simple as that, bringing good or evil. So when we're talking, when, we, when we're communicating with each other, when we're, when we're communing with each other, we're also wanting to commune with our creator. And our creator will not be there unless we're speaking the truth to each other. All right, that's it. So then once you have that liar into the room, they then spiritually murder that room because they then bring that room into death. 
It was in life before, and then it was brought into death. It was brought into the grave because that person, by their own free will, decided to walk into the room and say, hey, did you just hear about X, Y, Z, right? And then they bring that, that fallen idea or light into the room. That is called spiritual murder because you murdered those minds in the room because they are now brought into a state of grief, right? And this, this goes to the point of really, and I want to make sure that people know this, this goes to the point of the selfishness of people. When they'll walk into the room and they'll, and they'll say, oh, last year I blanked my whatever. And, they, they, and I say, you know what? I don't care. I don't want to sound insensitive, but I just don't care. I didn't need to know that. Do you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. Don't use words lightly because all words are spells and all words can control emotion. And once you control emotion, you control the body. All right. Let's try to framework this. We've done a lot of things. People coming in and talking about law. There's a big interest in law. And as people are beginning to recognize, the reason I do this is simple. The idea that you laid down of life and death a lot of people have trouble crossing that bridge to understanding. But when you use law and show that that paper that's being prosecuted has no life, it is a dead entity in the mm-hmm. same way a corporation does, that would be kind of a corollary that people could think about to get into what you just laid down. It's almost like saying, I'm here in my room with my dog and there's my dog. The dog is really there. I have not lied. There's a dog with me. He's right there. We can see him. It's real. It's alive. But then I start talking about my magic dog with five legs. All of a sudden, there is no life in what I have just said because there is no dog. And it's no different than a court docket with just some crap made up on it. It's a piece of paper that's going to fake like it has a bearing on life, but it has no life. So is there any way you can think about bridging for people who are seriously trying to understand what's being laid down here? How would you bridge it so that they can understand the difference between living ideas and death? Oh, yeah. Well, start at the beginning, really. It's it's boiled down to this, to the commandments to men. All right. You, you can boil it down to two. All right. You love your creator above all. All right. Period. Because without your creator, you're not here. And then you love your neighbor as yourself. All right. All the rest are combined in those two. So if I do those two all day, every day, then I cannot come into contention of the law of this world. All right. Here's where that changes. If I then decide to drive my car or do something like that within the the world, I then fall within the code of the world. Call it Rome, you know, quote unquote, for better example. Then I fall under the, the, the laws and rules of Rome. I must then fall within that code. If it says that I have to travel this speed or or face fine, then if I if I travel above that speed, then I need to face that fine. There, there, that's not a salvation issue. That's just a matter of falling within a code. That's law. However, again, if, again, by those two commandments, I'm, I love my creator above all, and I love my neighbor as myself, and I don't then cross the law in any other you know, physical way coming against another man, another man's senses, his sight, smell, taste, touch, his hearing in any true meaningful way, then I'm not against the law. Do you see? So, but that doesn't then negate the fact there's bad actors in this place that will bend and break the law to make you their subject. 
you cannot do anything about a bad actor. They are going to act badly within a system no matter what. And if you get caught up in that, see, I don't worry about that because I'm protected. Because I know the truth of this place. I will not be touched. 10,000 will fall to my right and to my left. I don't worry about it. But those that don't have that truth within them will worry about falling under the, the, the cuffs of the law. You will fall under the cuffs of the law if you put yourself in a position to do that. That's all I'm saying. If you go out into the world, if you go out and you take that bull, you're going to get the horns. All right, Jason, do you want to get in here or do you want me to keep on down the path here? Well, if the only thing I'd like to mention is that as you're talking about the words speaking things into reality as a spell, those words could also be taken and used as the law as well. And that's something that folks have to keep in mind, how things are being done to us. Well, the law is, it's all a spell. Law is a spell. Because it's just like, it's like this, Jason, it's like this. If you get a ticket, what is it that you got a ticket for? Well, you look at the top, it says, oh, I got a ticket for 3.2.1 point whatever. You, you got a bunch of numbers. So now I need to take to that, those numbers and I need to go then match it to a book of spells <laughs> called a law book. So I open my book of spells and I say, okay, let me find out what. Oh, this end can, the, I'm a, I, I came against this incantation because the world put an incantation out. They said, thou shalt not drive faster than 55 miles per hour. So mode it be. And Jason goes out, breaks the law, drives his 57 miles an hour, whatever. See, You've, you broke the law because you broke the spell. You shouldn't have done that. See, <laughs> now you got to pay the piper. So yeah, the, 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 the spell is the law. All right. It's the same thing. Well, let's, let's address the root of that as well while we're at it. Um, no, nobody can go to the book of law or even yeah. look about it or consider it until they learn how to do what? Until they learn how to spell, right? Well, first you need to know the code because the, it's the code of law. It is the code of law, not the law of code. So the code of law. So you start with code. What is code? But numbers. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. You, me, Jason, are the 10, the I.O., do we accept it, the one, or do we leave it alone, the zero? With that, all other numbers are created. All right? So now you know the code of creation, code of law. Now we take those numbers and we just throw them down on the ground like Scrabble, pick them up and arrange them and say that, oh, in this arrangement, you know, one, three point two means this, what? That Jason broke the speeding law. Do you see what I'm saying? It's yeah. just, it's all, it's all made up nonsense. It doesn't mean anything real because it's not attached to a truth at the beginning. Do you see? So right. law is opinion and opinion is a lie because there is no truth in opinion. Here's another thing. All right. And here's the, here's the, the, the fact of the matter that, that hypocrisy has no part of the truth, period. As soon as you sense hypocrisy in, in the tone and tune of anything, whether it be spelled in front of you by spelling or spoken to you by you hearing, as soon as you hear hypocrisy, it's a lie, period. Walk away. What about mystery? Mystery, mystery, mystery is just, <laughs> mystery is just a subject that you, you have not taken enough time to observe. Because here's, here's what I look at it. 
I'm not ready to talk to you about something until I can simply state it in a sentence. All right. Because I haven't, I have not done my work. If I cannot simply state it to you in a sentence, I have not done my work. For example, the plane of existence that you live on, this place is simply stated as this. It is a plane with deviations called depth and elevation, period. That is when you know that you've studied. And now I can take, each, I can take that simple statement. And if you wanted to build it, if you wanted to build as much detail on that as possible, I could do that because I've done the work. I can actually tell you how to do it. I can tell you how to recreate it. All right. But then I can go through this on, on each one of these subjects. There is no mystery when you've taken the time to study it. In the use of media or news, the mystery is the mind hook, is it not? It's the endless well, loop that will never resolve when presented is, in that way. Yeah. But what is the hook that we talked about? The hook. Let's talk about the code of create. Oh, by the way, before I get to that, did you have a chance to read the book? Are we talking about the Bible? No, the book, the code of creation that I sent you. Oh, the PDF. Yeah, I looked at that. It's, okay. it's damn deep. Okay, well, here's, let's bring it right to the surface then. Let's make it as shallow as possible. In fact, let's bring it right to the top and set it right on, on top of the water. All right, right on top of the wall. So simply break it down to the first nine numbers, one through nine, or A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, nine. All right, so that's pretty simple. What is the J but a hook? Think of the hook. What is the hook but the J? What is that? The 10th letter also. Remember, I just got done telling you, we are the 10. We either pick it up or we don't. We either get on the hook or we don't. Because what's the next letter but the 11, right? That is the one, one. That is you deciding you picked it up. You grabbed the rails. You, you became intoxicated with the world. You became K. You went from J to K. A K now, imagine the K in your, in your mind's eye, is the, is the one with the broken sticks coming out from it. Imagine a K. Now, if I turn that K up, I can make a table out of it and build this false idea up to the heavens. Or I can turn it over and it becomes Jacob's ladder and that spark dissipates into nothing. And I forget about it. I don't concern myself with it. It's a one or a zero. Do you, do you run with the fallen idea or do you leave it alone? That's always the choice. So that, that would kind of lead me into a thing. I can't tell you in the course of a year how many emails I, I get. Um, and I've experienced this too as well um, in my lifetime where someone says, every day uh, this happens to me. I look at the clock and it's this time. one 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 nine one one. It's a, It's always something. Uh, relate that because I know it relates. So when a person is going through their day and this repetitive kind of systemic marker keeps showing up within their field of vision. Okay. Well, let me, that's very simple. This is all very simple. What, what's happening here is you, you're coming into existence and you're, and you're, you're trying to become known. Everyone is trying to, is trying to, who am I? What am I doing here? What's the meaning of life? Right. That, that's, that's what everybody's was thinking about. So then if you start, your creator, your, your father in heaven is always speaking to you, always, whether you're listening or not. And those, those times where you hear, you're going to start to get code in your head. You're going to start to see numbers, and numbers are going to start to repeat themselves. What most people do is ignore them. What you should do is start to go look at things that relate to those numbers. You're going to see that that then brings you into a much bigger idea, all right? The idea of the 1111, for example. 
all right, is the idea. Now, let me look at that. 11, 11 in my idea. Let me then combine those into 2, 2. Oh, the 22. The idea of the 22 to the mind or the idea of taking out the mind or the temple. I compress those into the 4, which is the door, the dalet or the window into the mind. Wow. So it's now asking me, there's an idea out there that's trying to, to come in. It's like it's right there. All, it's a door, and if you knock on it, it's going to let you in. It's going to let you see. That's what's happening when you start to see these things. So don't ignore it. Don't ignore what's called deja vu as well. Because as you know, you were known from before you were born. Therefore, in reality, this has already happened. All of this has already happened. So when you have a deja vu, you're like, wait a minute. If, I've, this, if this has already happened, I should pay attention to that. Because I should, I, it might be telling me that you've already went down that, that road once and it didn't work. Do something different. But again, most people say, oh, that was weird, and just walk away. Everything means something here. Everything is electrical because within this place we live, it is a wet cell, electromagnetic environment. That, that, that's, that's the idea of the iron in the blood. And it, what it, what's funny is people say, "Oh well, I don't I don't get it because a magnet doesn't stick to me." Uh, you, you, you're 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 not paying attention. You live in a in a wet cell electromagnetic existence to where if you understand what's called a torus field, we live in the in in like the donut hole part of that to where everything's falling straight down at ninety degrees. If that makes any sense, you're living, and so then the. the on this this plane so that's that's why um once you understand these different concepts i'm telling you if you take that then outside and observe the place around you you're like oh okay now that makes sense oh now i understand why that is okay that's perfect now you move on to much bigger things because observing the sky it's interesting for a while but there's a lot more out there there's a lot more on the ground there's a lot more in the reflection of the pond to also notice Amen to that. Um, you have no idea how many emails I get. You can only spend so much of your life. Um, but I like the idea of the Taurus field because it, it it's emblematic of so many things that we can demonstrate are true. Um, the Taurus, it's like a continual loop and everything keeps coming back up to the top and falling down 90 degrees and looping around, right? It's well, almost, yeah. you can almost relate that to numbers. We have well, one through nine, those loop, everything, everything. Well, Exactly. Just like you said, 9-11 is the idea of the corruption or the towers coming down. So then they they bring the 9-11 into the physical existence through that controlled demolition hoax where nobody died, nobody got hurt. But then they bring it, but that's just a physical manifestation of a spiritual truth. The spiritual truth is every single lie that is brought into yourself is a 9-11 that's waiting to happen because eventually you're going to say to yourself, wait a minute, that's BS. And then boom, what happens as soon as you realize something's not true, nine 11, it collapses and you sweep it out. But most people then bring in seven more lies that are worse than the first. And that's what that means. The seven, the Zion, the idea of what's, what's, what's driving your mind, man. What is the light of your mind? What is that G? Because the G is the seventh letter. That's why when you see all this Masonic bullcrap, you always have them hoisting the G up like an ornament. 
because not it's not the idea of worshiping a G or God or geometry or none of that nonsense. It's the idea of worshiping a light or an idea. In the case of the world, it's the fallen light. Uh, we talked about that at the, at the beginning. Remember? Yep. But we could also go into colors. Let's say you remember the negative Easter colors. Remember, let's say uh, you have your primary. And I'll, I'm going to include all four in this example because it's important. You okay. Well, oh, oh, wait a minute. So we're going to do the colors. Are you going to do both? Like when we were in school using crayons, primaries, and now that we're digital, what aspect are you going to no, cover? I, let me just let me just do it, and then okay. you'll find out. All okay. Right? So, so then uh, you have. Let's just talk about. We're we're going to talk about digital here because this is what we all talk communicate with each other and how we share ideas with each other through video so that's all that really matters right unless we're in person which most of us aren't so we're going to talk about red the red the blue the green the yellow take all four right because then once th that's going to be your primary example right just with what what makes your 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 palette a visible color but what's more interesting is the spiritual side or the reflection of those colors and that's why colors are used in newscasts, because the reflection of the, let's say, yellow in the negative is going to be blue. The reflection of the green is going to be what's called you know, pink. The reflection of the blue uh, is going to be gold or yellow. And the reflection of the red is going to be called aqua or the idea of the sea. So that's why the idea of concern, which is green normally, green envy or the, the color green of concern or the green of ISIS, that idea of the idea is within the news broadcast is always shown to you with a purple or a purple background, that kind of motif. And that's, that's what explains that kind of purple motif you know, mm -hmm. given to you uh, what's called kind of like the mind marinade color. And that's the, that's the understanding of the physical going into the spiritual, how colors in the physical space are then inverted in the spiritual space to confuse you. All right. I'm trying to sit here and, and keep up with everything you're laying down. I always have to think about the way you say things, but it's very rare when I don't get where you're going and agree with it. Yeah. Um, if, we, if we were to go back before the digital age, which is almost a useless waste of time, but let's just do it for a second here anytime, okay. even though it doesn't exist. And for the most part, it doesn't have a bearing on where, where we currently <laughs> are. When you get back to those crayons and the primaries, um, I've heard right. you talk about this before and I wanted to address it. When we were in sure. school, you knew because you were shown with your crayons, if you put red and blue together, that's purple. And if you put blue and yellow together, that's green. Well, think about what I just said. Back in the day when we were actually using color as we see it in the world, in the real world, not yep. projected at us through a monitor, we knew that if we took blue and yellow, we'd get some form of green. And yet, as we entered the digital age, that yellow was thrown out the door and we took a secondary color called green and began to call it a primary. And I've heard you do this, but can we just address that quickly? Okay, yeah. To simply state that, all it is is within the digital, to get yellow, you have to combine red and green, all right? That, that's the only difference. So uh, when you flip it, to, make, to digitally make the yellow within, let's say, the paint or the digital, you have to combine two colors when then naturally you don't. So it's like a corruption of a color or an idea. So it's taking from what you did as a child naturally and corrupting part of it, meaning take taking part of the key and breaking it, which is, that's called the idea of the, the fallen system. So anytime you're dealing with something digitally or, or, 
uh, whether it be a computer game or anything else, you're going to have to create your yellow by uh, doing the process I told you about. And you already pointed out that red comes to a form of blue called aqua. So yeah. Even the even the constituent parts would be there that would reconcile with how you remember back in school creating them. Well, well, everything. Remember, everything comes to a border, and, and those borders are not exactly straight. So there's going to be some bleed through. So that's why you can have the red into the blue, and then that that slight sliver, that tear. Because remember, we're dealing with a fallen system, so there's always you always have to account for the tear, okay? The tear in the system. All right? It's the idea of the veil uh, being being torn. There there was always given to you when the veil was torn. That veil was torn. That meant that there was given a a way for you out. That's the straight and narrow path out. That's the sliver or way out of this place. So you always have to account for that tear in any one of these systems. So yeah, as red bleeds into blue, you get the idea of the purple because guess what else you get the idea of? You get the idea of the red as it runs out, it becomes the pink. The idea of the the flesh that is losing its blood, which is why... A lot of times you'll see within stories, they'll, they'll, they'll speak about the pink as it's getting close to the end of the run of that, that hoax because the blood's done run out of the hoax. They, they can't beat that horse anymore, so they'll start uh, pink will start showing up in the story. That's, that's, that's a little like beyond, you know, it's a little, I call it too much uh, detail right now because I'm trying to just to stick to the, the basics, but right. all of this means things. Everything means something. And so then when, when you have the idea of the black lives matter, blue lives matter, and they paint these, these letters on streets that nobody at street level can actually really see. It's not meant for that. It's meant to be seen from above. So it's the idea of a spiritual eye looking down from above and seeing this the script that says black lives matter, blue lives matter. That doesn't mean that the, the, it doesn't mean skin color, black and blue. The idea of the bruised and broken man, the idea of the fallen man, the idea of the man who's been crushed by, by the fallen light. They're like, do we not matter? No. In fact, you do not. You do not matter. The lie does not matter. And the lie will just at the end dissipate. Let me explain this to you. Think of the Jacob's Ladder. Your spark's going up Jacob's Ladder, all right? At the end of Jacob's Ladder, when that creation of that Jacob's Ladder or idea ends, your spark goes off and it dissipates. Unless it has been corrected unto the straight and narrow path, that spark will not continue at the end of your physical meat suit life. Your spark will simply dissipate. That's how this works. Where do you feel that all of the energy that they are channeling with these many minds, let's take, for instance, what you just said, the Black Lives Matter, maybe a year ago they were doing Blue Lives Matter. Where do you think the energy that people are focusing on these concepts, where is that energy going to? Uh, it, it's going back into the pit. I mean, it, it goes into nothingness. It's just like it, this, Jason. If if you and I go out and we go out to and we put these shirts on for whatever cause we go out and we pick it and we ride and we do our things at the end of the day, that energy did nothing real. If, if that makes any sense, it did nothing real because it's a manifestation of a fallen fake system. 
the blue and the black lives matter is nothing more than a physical gift to those that want to pick it up and accept it as something that, that, that animates them throughout the week. But that's not its purpose. Its purpose is the spiritual truth of the black and blue, the idea of the bruised and broken man. What is the result of a riot on either side? Bruised and broken men. All right, that's what that means. It, it, you always have to get to the spiritual. Don't live in the flesh. Don't live in the world. You will not find life in the world. It doesn't exist there. All right? You can only observe it. Become a passerby. Do not become involved. You cannot save somebody from something if you're in it as well. Become a passerby. Observe it like I told you. Look at the spiritual truth of everything shown to you. And you will, you will see this place for exactly what it is. So we get about a gazillion emails in a year. That's an exaggeration mm -hmm. of people that are having a very difficult time with the current nonsense, mm. um, how to deal with it, how to conduct themselves. So let's go, uh, let's ask you, Dave, how, how are you, how are you dealing with this? Are you contending? Are you not contending? Are you the passerby? How do you deal with I, 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 all-encompassing nonsense? I'm a bit disappointed. I'm a bit disappointed with the question. Because okay. I just got done, I'm a, just got done telling you become a passerby. That's that's what I am. That's what I do. So I yeah. came back to it on purpose to underscore because okay, so, people are having a very difficult time. Okay, but I get it. So here's the thing, though: you can't do it alone. That's my point. You can pretend to do it alone, but when that power grabs you by the shoulder and turns you around and says, "Where's your mask, boy?" You're going to say, oh, a title umpity squat says no. It's, no, that's not how, <laughs> that's how that's going to work. You know, somebody grabs me. I say, listen to me. I said, I'm a free man in Christ. Step away from me. I've had no issues with that, period. That's how I handle it. But I also, I also don't trespass, meaning that if a business has a sign posted, like plain to see that they want their customers to act a certain way, and I personally don't want to act that way. I don't go in. Do you understand what I'm saying? So I, I don't become a problem just to become a problem. I go where I'm welcomed and I don't go where I'm not welcome, unwelcome. You know, do you see what I'm saying? Well, that's, that's the important piece mm -hmm. that, that needed to be laid down here. Um, that's a critical idea, isn't it? Yeah. Well, it's also like this. It's like, don't go out. It, 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 listen to, listen about all these stupid riots and all this stupid stuff. Listen, if you, if you're in downtown, who cares about downtown? There, there's nothing downtown that matters. It's not as if uh, there's, there's gold in those banks. All that stuff's on computer. None of that matters. They, they build a, they build the, or they, they burn the facade of a building. Who cares? They break a window. Who cares? It doesn't mean anything. It's not real. It's all insured. It, it, it's like people get involved with, with uh, uh, the filming of the movie as if it matters, as if they, they care that the movie blew up 15 cars. Oh, my goodness. They, do you imagine how you know, people actually count? Oh, they blew up 15 cars. Who cares? It's a movie. They broke a window. Who cares? It's a movie. All of this is. But if you go down there and you think you're going to participate without getting touched, you know, don't be surprised if you come back black and blue because you chose to uh involve yourself with the with the system you chose to to grab the bull by the horns and also remember i told you about the jacob's ladder what it looks like 
think of also the idea of grabbing the horns. It's the same, same thing. So what do you think critical ideas that you'd like to offer free of me asking? Oh, well, just, uh, here's, here's the thing. It's, it, you were asking about once, once you're free though, of this place, because that's really what people are asking. How do you, how do I become free of the matrix, this place, this fallen idea, right? Right. How, how do I then return to my senses, my sight, smell, taste, touch, hearing, you know, that, that, that original five, how do I then, uh, go from the, that the six, the, the hanging man six and flip back around to my five and stand straight on, on, on the foundation in my case, which is Christ. Well, you do it by, by just stopping, you know, meaning stopping, stop worrying about everything, stop trying to figure everything out and just stand still for a moment, become grounded, become grounded to the, to this place, to, to the atmosphere around you. You know, move your arms and feel the atmosphere move about you. Start to become reacquainted with who you are. Because unless you know who you are, you will never get out of there. Because who are you getting out of there unless you know who you're trying, who's coming out, right? Which is a big part of everything we're faced with every day is to replace every thought in your head with ideas that are not your own. Um, so you said a few things that underscore this, and I'll try to underscore it. Um, one of the things you mentioned was slowing down enough to escape from that just constant barrage of information going into your mind and taking it over. So if you were to really boil this down, you could almost say is that any idea that is not yours uh, coming from systemic things is probably unhelpful. Therefore, you probably shouldn't give it the time of day. Oh well, absolutely. But also think of it like as the, as the the apple seed or the idea of okay. Let, let's explain. Sometimes there's parable, and people will 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 think about parable, and they'll they'll always miss the point. The point's always like if I tell you a parable or a story, there's a point to the story. So let's say if you had the faith of a mustard seed. Now, what does that even mean, man? Right. <laughs> so then let's think about that. If I had the faith of a mustard seed, man, well, I would take this idea that was given to me, this truth that is given to me by my creator, meaning that I'm going to bring you into all truth. That's what I prayed for all those years ago when I, when I was yelling at the sky, you know, saying this is all BS. Remember back then when, when we were doing, when you, when were you first and I, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You remember, 2013, remember, remember the, yeah. yeah, I remember, I still have images from when you and I first met. Yeah. 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 So it was back then. And I'm of course, so I'm coming into this. So you get like this power and you're trying to learn how to use it. Do you understand? Yep. So you're trying to use, trying to learn how to use it, and 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 it's quite, um, it can be quite explosive at times, if that you know, and it does take a while to to bridle the energy. I've gotten a lot better at it, I think. Yeah, but I'll, I'll attest to that. He's even what was it a couple of years ago? We did an episode, and when we first got on, I was like, "Damn, or am I really talking to Dave J here?" Um, but yeah. I wasn't talking to Dave J. Yeah, but I wanted to take the idea. So we go back to that one thing. So you're given that first truth, all right, and you plant it, and it becomes a tree. And within that tree, its its fruit has seed of its own, right? So then that kind of goes back to the idea of of Genesis, where the earth brought forth, you know, grass and herb yielding seed of after his kind, and the tree yielding fruit, and whose seed was in itself after his kind. So that means that, that that single idea produced fruit. From within that fruit, I then take the seed 
and I can eat for life from that single gift because I took care of it. Now, from that single gift, instead of just taking that single gift and hiding it, which most people do, I opened up that single gift and I ate from it, took the seed and planted them. And from each one of those seeds, one grew. And from each one of those, more fruit, more fruit, more fruit, right? Because also in Genesis 1, God tells you that he brought forth the grass, the herb yielding seed after his kind and the tree yielding fruit. And he also said that it was, it was, it was to be used for meat. So that, that gives you not only the physical side, meaning that, that all that, you know, I, I talk about that when people get on my case because I like to, to partake in cannabis. So I say, well, you know, according to Genesis, I'm good because he, God gave that to me for my meat. So don't get between me and my meat. That type of idea. But it's also the idea of the spiritual meat, meaning that, that you're given this constant nutrition, this constant ever-giving tree of fruit, because you chose that single gift and you took care of it. And you took the seed from it and it, and it grew forever. It grew as much as you ever wanted. But that also demonstrates the idea of real, right? Absolutely. That, that seed is in the, there, there's no lie there. That fruit's yeah. going to make another one and another one. It's going to go on forever. Never needs Absolutely. to take it down. Never needs, uh, you know, it never needs all this special attention, a new washer, a new bolt. You know, it's just, yep. it's, it's real. Um, and then that, of course, could lead us up to where we come now, where you can go right to the store and grab your watermelon. Ain't got a seed in it. Yep. See, here's the thing. And now people need to start, start doing this stuff when you, when you have, yeah, because you have the physical side and which you're talking about now. And then the spiritual yep. side, the seedless watermelon is worthless because it's, it's consumed and it's out the, the back end. That's it. That's all it was good for. It was good for the moment, but it wasn't good for life. That's it. I always view that Dave as a thing, trying to fool you into standing in for reality. And oh, yeah. while you, you can't eat it, you can have a meal. There's, but if you get beyond, uh, that's why the mustard seed was a good example. By the way, the mustard seed parable is also uh, in, I believe it's the New Testament. I can't remember which book, might be Matthew. But uh, that, that watermelon, to me, uh, when the seedless things, it was from that parable uh, in the New Testament that I started to think about, what does it mean to have a fruit that that's it? You eat it, it's gone. It's not real. It's not, it's not normal. It's not natural. It's not anything that I could proudly stamp my approval on. Um, right. And yet it's, it's put on the shelf for me to eat, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, uh, what, what people first should do, and, and this is like I say, all these are always just, uh, they're not requests, you know, or demands They're just, I'm just saying things that, that people might, might want to reflect onto themselves. They might want to look at, um, at what they're putting out, meaning what, what, what spells are coming out of their mouths daily. Are they bringing life or are they bringing death to, to whatever room they're in? And by doing that is simply just taking a statement and stepping back from it and looking at its intent and saying, now, if I read that from a, from a, another set of eyes, what would the, what would I feel from that? What would the intent of that statement be? And if it's a negative or a fallen intent or, you know, don't do it. Just, just actually be accountable for your own, for your speech, because you will be accountable for your speech, by the way. And that's the thing. And here's another I think this is great news for most people because there's really only one way to screw this up down here in this place. There's only one way to screw it up, and that's to false witness death. 
All right. That's the, that's the one thing because, because the, your father in heaven creator, whatever word doesn't offend you, who brings in all life is, is in control of all that. We control none of that. We go when we go and people go when they go, but you don't bring that idea into existence without a body. Do you understand? Because now you're going to be responsible for that because you actually brought it into existence. Because now not only did you bring it into existence in your own mind, but if you echoed it out into the, into the air, then other people heard you, you then you brought it into existence in their mind too. So then there, when, when the bill comes due in their mind, it becomes due on you. So you will then own all of that so-called sin. So that's like the easiest thing in the world is to not false witness death. And I don't know why people really get upset about that, but don't false witness death. Don't repeat news stories about death. That, just don't do it. And you will find that your life changes immensely. You've got to get down the road to understand the importance of what you just said, but let's just put this out there. How much effort, everyone listening, think about how much effort is put into media, news, movies to broadcast false deaths into your minds. Um, We've seen, as a matter of fact, one of the most recent things I've seen um, is people raging on about how this event or that event was fake, but this other one over here, that was real. Uh, And it never ceases to amaze me. Um, But of all the things we've talked about, to me, this may be one of the most important things for people to consider. Um, And I recognized it. I I almost wonder now, Dave, uh, all those years ago when you and I we're Skyping and, and talking back and forth how much I was influenced by what you were saying. Because at first, when I listened to you, I had to work mightily to understand what you were laying down. And then when I did, I realized that my thoughts were similar. I just thought about it in a different way. Right. Um, but this false death idea, I mean, this is the damn front and center of where we are. It's always something to do with fake death. And... Um, I, I just I don't know a basic way, I guess, after all these years to to show how important it is to understand what's just been laid down here. Can you think of a more basic way than just saying don't do it to help a, a mind bridge uh, the importance of what just got laid down? Uh, I guess here's the thing, and it's going to be more of a feeling that you get that you can transcribe, okay? Each one probably you'll you'll know what I'm talking about here. Have you been to a playground or to a place with if you've had kids or or you know uh, where children are playing carefree? I'm talking at the carefree age. Um, this is before they become little a holes. At the carefree age, where they're all they're all enjoying themselves, and that that peace that you get from seeing that. All right, there's a there's a certain feeling that cannot be created. It just, it, once you see it and you feel it, it you feel alive, you f- almost feel like you could be back there again, and, and, and you almost feel like the innocence, all right? That is the innocence that you have to feel when you speak, meaning that when I speak to you, I want to make sure that, that the result of the consumption, it may be bitter at the beginning, but when, it, when, you, when you take it in and you, and, and you consume it, it becomes sweet because it's true. All right. Do you see what I'm saying? So I want to, I want to make sure that I'm as innocent as that is, as those children. I'm as innocent as that dove as well. All right. But I'm as wise as the liar and I'm as wise as the serpent because they, they're not going to fool me. They never can fool me. Do you see? 
It's a good example, Dave, um, and I can attest to exactly what you're saying. Uh, I don't know how long it was ago anymore that I just knew. I, I'd hear a syllable, I'd see a color, I'd hear see a couple mm -hmm. frames, and I knew that is a lie. Yep. I will, I will not bring that on board. As a matter yep. of fact, it gets to a point where it's not even about bringing it on board because you know damn well that stuff is not welcome. Um, so it's just automatically not coming on board, um, but. You know, it's we live in a frustrating place if you don't realize how to just kind of get in your groove, because the problem becomes when you get to the point, then you get concerned about all these other people who are not getting the point. And the truth oh, of it yeah. is, you can't change a mind. You can change your own mind, but you can't change another. The best you can do, at least what I think is true, mm -hmm. or at least what I found to date is you can offer what you can offer and that mind will do whatever it will with it. And you have no power to force right. it on board or to recognize its importance. But this death idea, as we begin to wrap up our one oh, here, yeah. Dave, this mm -hmm. to me is one of the apex important things that we could lay down. Oh, absolutely. And it, it permeates throughout every other one of these, these, yep. these sub hoaxes. Uh, yeah, we, we can definitely talk about the, the mind because really where the mind is, the body follows it. And if your mind continually uh, wallows in, you know, quote unquote death or related subject, that's where, you, that's where your body is. So you're going to also suffer physically, right? Do you understand? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah. So you're going to have physical manifestations of this evil world. So although it's all in your mind, you're gonna, your body's going to not feel great. And so how do you, if you're living the truth in the true light and life of Christ, which I do, I feel great. I'm in great shape. I'm full of power and energy. All right. I'm love. I love my life because I'm shown truth and reality right within this place. However, I live in a fallen place and I live in a fallen existence where I know that I give Rome its due, you know, and that's just the way it goes. All right. As we begin to wrap up, I'll ask Jason if he wants to get anything in as I do wrap up, but let's just do an example. Um, I, I, I think this all the time. Why would anyone want to watch a movie about zombies? walking dead things or the walking dead what we just laid down there's there's the basis there's the basis of how that somehow becomes acceptable in the human mind but jason do you want to add anything before we wrap up hour one and uh and get ready for hour two well i don't know if this is going to be able to run on youtube or not but i no. would say hour two is where we're going to be able to let dave completely unleash <laughs> the beast as it were uh to uh, to, to really let it out <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I don't think there's any stopping Dave, which is one of the things I've always admired about him. Um, he's well, we we won't tell that story. Some of the early stories where he was calling me to task um, oh, because yeah. of the because of the way that I decide, but it didn't matter to me because I knew I knew who he was, and we always met in the middle because I think he knew who I was. But that does bring the first hour of two hundred and forty-two with Jason Lingren and uh, Dave J. Dave J still does have a channel. By the way, Dave, do you want to yes. do, do you want to give out the contact for that channel? Uh, yeah, yeah, I can just send you the link if you wouldn't mind putting it in the description box. We can do that. Oh, and right, that that'd be great. What well, yeah, we, just Dave want, J, just right? Lowercase J. Yeah. On YouTube, what I'll do is I'll link it on my website. I won't link anything on YouTube. I don't comment oh. on YouTube. I use YouTube to post stuff. That's what I do. Yeah. But um, that's the end of hour one. Join us for hour two. And to, to be fair, Dave doesn't pull punches. 
no matter what hour it is. And I know that about Dave, but the only true crow site is CRROW777radio.com. Number of fraud sites you probably don't want to go to. Join us on the other side. And I'll tell you what, of all the people that I have known since I kind of took on the public persona, which is a double-edged sword, uh, I think I could easily say Dave influenced me more than anyone. And for the longest time, I knew that we had a similar idea, but I also knew that he was thinking about it vastly different than me. And that's why I wanted to go there. I wanted to figure out how is he thinking about this? Why is he saying those things? What does it mean? Because I had already gotten to a point where I knew it was important. I knew the ideas about death. I knew the ideas about the cycles of one through nine, but I only knew them in the way that I thought about them. And I wanted to know what another person who seemed to understand thought about them. And that's why we run these episodes. So hopefully people will not throw the baby out with the bathwater. They will calm their minds and think about what's been laid down here. And we've laid down some critically important ideas. Join us on the other side at crow777radio.com for hour two. There it is, man. Cheers.
enemies of knowing.